you go into your shower feeling tired. But as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower 37 minutes later, because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day and smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. Hey everyone, this is Jody Sweeten from the podcast How Rude, Tanneritos. I've been needing a quick getaway with my family, and the 2024 Hyundai Santa Fe is the perfect vehicle to take us there. It has standard third row seating, so I'm able to pack my entire family, plus pets in the car, while also having enough room for our camping essentials. Available H-Track all-wheel drive will get us through any dirt trails, and available dual wireless charging pads will ensure we never have to worry about getting stuck with a dead phone in the middle of nowhere. Visit HyundaiUSA.com. Or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Good Morning Football is a production of the NFL in partnership with iHeartRadio. There's no place that I would rather be today on Thanksgiving than right here, right now at a football game. Take those legs off there and hold <laughs> okay. them up. Just, just grab one off there. Pull them off. Nate, just grab them off and give them to the guy. Start getting the turkey leg. There you go, Evan. That's the way. That's the way to be a leader. I'm gonna give one leg to the to the best running back in the history of the NFL, and that's Barry. Oh, yeah. I guess as a running back, you can never have enough legs. So. <laughs> Congratulations. Yo, man, it's for all the people back in Minnesota, West Virginia, Ohio. When you talk about football, Thanksgiving, traditional rivalries, and being there, that's a good fit. John Madden, a beautiful soul, called over 20 Thanksgiving Day NFL games as a broadcaster, and today marks the inaugural John Madden Thanksgiving celebration taking place across all three broadcast networks, a home he shared with all of us, starting with Bill's Lions at 12.30 p.m. Eastern on CBS, Giants-Cowboys at 4.30 p.m. on Fox, and then Patriots-Vikings wrapping up your Thanksgiving evening at 8.20 p.m. on NBC. But let's set your table first right here. On Good Morning Football, we are presented by Old Trapper Beef Jerky. We're live here in New York City. It is Thanksgiving morning. Thanksgiving. Happy Thanksgiving to you all. I'm Jamie Erdahl. It's Kyle Brandt, Peter Schrager, Jason McCourty. You three, I'm so thankful for working with every day, but today in particular, you and your sweater. Yeah. Oh, I try, you know. I'm just trying to show up and give everybody what they want to see and some fashion, so. Mm. Fine, you you look great, festive. Jamie. We're thankful for you. Uh, the John Madden clip coming and got me fired up. Yeah. Some yeah. things just go together. Football and Thanksgiving and Peter Schrager, good morning, football. I, I, I got to tell you, I'm so grateful for all of the, the fine folks who work on the show and the three of you. We're having a great time together, and uh, honestly, there's no place I'd rather be than right here on NFL Network bringing football to you. There's awesome. a massive, massive pie over Peter's shoulder. <laughs> <laughs> go to 
Oh my gosh. It's like you can smell it on the windowsill yes. and you're just going to weigh it over to it. Oh, that's yeah. great. I want to get that pie stamp. Is that on Amazon? I don't know. NFL pie Pretty stamp. Pretty cool. Let's yeah. go. Get it. Here we go. Immediately following our show, there is a special edition of Game Day Morning starting at 10 a.m. Eastern. Yeah. But let's get it kicked off right now with the lead block right here on lead block. Network. The Hop Novel Gobble is supposed to be a char- charity event that took place in Detroit. They're supposed to have a very luxurious five days to prepare for their Thanksgiving Day game that they will host at Ford Field. They had to host one on Sunday between the Browns and the Bills, then turn it around for a game today at home. Lions, Bills. Stacy Dales is there at Ford Field. Stacy, let's get started with the home team. The mood's got to be pretty festive around the Lions facility, no? Oh, absolutely. Good morning. Happy Thanksgiving to you guys, Jamie and company, uh, and everybody out there. The energy in this Lions facility, guys, it's really off the charts. Obviously, they've won three in a row. This game is sold out. You can't get a ticket. They're expecting the second largest crowd ever in Lions franchise history. The last being, of course, in 2011. It was a Monday night football game against the Bears. But it's going to be packed, and it's because of how hot they are with this record. And Taylor Decker told me we are giddy with excitement uh, to build on this three-game winning streak. He said, uh, he, he, you know, this is about a big a challenge you could have on the national stage and why wouldn't you want to show who you are and who you're becoming? And Aline McNeil from the defense, guys, he told me the confidence, it is growing and it is soaring every week. He said it's actually unexplainable, the feeling in the building. They're playing every game like it's a Super Bowl, and we're going to see that today against the Buffalo Bills team. They know this is a huge stage, you guys, and uh, they're ready to showcase what they've built here, especially in the last three weeks. It's really exciting, and Stacey, I speak for all of us that we're so thrilled to see you on Thanksgiving again from Ford Field, delivering the facts as you always do, as they do sound check behind you. You are the best. Happy Thanksgiving <laughs> to you, and I know you want to get to the Bills. Um, it's just the best, Stacey. Every single year, you just absolutely nail it. The Bills, um, snowmobiles, snowshoes, a man named Squirrel. It, it's been one hell of a week for Buffalo. How is the team dealing with all the chaos of going back to Detroit now on a short week? Ugh. Yeah, how are the emotions, Kyle, going to be? I mean, you said it. It's been one hell of a week, one hell of a journey. Uh, You know, Ken Dorsey, the offensive coordinator, called it a whirlwind this week. Uh, You think about last week, right? They lose several players, over a handful of players, to the flu. And then they get the biggest snowstorm in the history uh, in terms of weather that we've seen in Buffalo. And... They're displaced. They didn't think they would actually play the game against the Cleveland Browns, but they did, and it was here at Ford Field. So they go back to Buffalo. Now they're back here within four days. And uh, Devin Singletary, I talked to him this week. He, he told me, organized chaos, but something that galvanized the team. At this stage in the season, he said, what happened and what has transpired over the last seven, eight days has brought us closer together because we needed everybody, the entire organization. And they'll be ready to roll today, but how will those emotions and the exhaustion of the last really week and a half affect them against, again, a really hungry Detroit team who is looking for four in a row. Guys, I'm going to tell you this. This Detroit team hasn't gone undefeated, right, in the month of November uh-huh. since 1962. Just saying. <laughs> Let's go. Something about the 60s and Lions football yeah. on Thanksgiving. It's a beautiful thing being delivered by really Stacey is. Dales. Yeah. Thank you, Stacey. We'll talk to you many more Absolutely. times this morning. You know we appreciate your efforts. Well, in all of that chaos, Josh Allen still found time to stop by Kyle Brandt's basement. His hey. friend, his buddy. And they wanted to talk about someone that he's going to have to keep his eye on or maybe escape from later today. 
So last week, Miles Garrett. Next week, Matthew Judon. And this week, the only player in the entire NFL with three sacks and three takeaways, a rookie from Michigan named Aiden Hutchinson. You get a load of this guy's game? What do you see? I mean, he's got – I think he's got two interceptions in the last two games. So yeah. uh, not not typical from a D lineman to do that unless your name's, uh, you know, T.J. Watt. So, um, <laughs> again, he, you speak highly about these guys because they, they, they're playing at a high level and, you know, he, he's not a rookie anymore. Oh, that's scary when he's not a rookie anymore. Mm-hmm. It's only Thanksgiving. There is a lot of talent in this early matchup. And if you just talk Josh Allen and Eden Hutchinson, you're just scratching the surface. Lots to pick from on your platter for Bills, Lions. Who is the one player that you're most excited to watch in the early window? Yeah, I'm going to have my eyes on Stephon Diggs. And I'm hoping that Josh Allen has his eyes not mm. only on Aiden Hutchinson, but on Stephon Diggs as well. Last week, only 48 receiving yards. Obviously, his lowest of the season so far. We saw the conversation with Sean McDermott on the sideline. He is ready to go today. And I said it yesterday, the Buffalo Bills, I want to see them on Thanksgiving hitting on all cylinders. And that includes Stephon Diggs getting going third in the NFL and receiving yards. It's time to get back on track and get things going. But more importantly, it's Thanksgiving. It's about family. Trevon Diggs, his little brother, he's playing on Thanksgiving in the game mm. after him. There's always a sibling rivalry, especially two guys in the NFL. Believe me, I know. Stephon Diggs outperformed Trevon today. Go out there, have a game in the early window, and make him have to put up seeing his brother out there balling in the game before as he's preparing in the locker room watching you. That is pretty cool. I really like that it goes like that um if, if you're sitting around today and you have a relative ask you like why do the lions always play today mm-hmm. what's the answer just r- really quickly this goes back to 1934 when the detroit lions were known as the portsmouth spartans in ohio oh. uh their owner george richards was in radio he moved them to detroit made them the lions said we got to make a splash the tigers run detroit right now the baseball team and he hired got in bed with nbc radio and they had 94 radio stations that broadcast the game all around the country and they just became the thanksgiving team unfortunately i don't think george richards had a vision that they would usually lose lose and have really bad quarterbacks, (laughs) but not this year. Uh, The Lions on Thanksgiving are like turkey. We just have it every year, even though it's never good. This year, it's actually really good. And guys, let's just take a look back at the quarterbacks that we have sat down for our entire life. Here we go. Look at the crew. On the upper left corner, that is Jamie's guy, Gary Danielson. Um, You have all the way down to the bottom right corner is David Blau. Peter, who do your eyes see in there? I'm, I'm looking. Is that is that Dante Culpepper? It's Dante Culpepper in the Lions. It's Jeff Garcia in the Lions Jeff jersey. It's, Ga- it's Charlie Batch. It's Rodney Pete. It's Gus Ferrat with a turkey leg in the bottom left, guys. It really happened. This is what we have gone through since they were. Drew the Stanton or five? I don't know who it is. It's probably <laughs> Drew Stanton. Uh, Bob Gagliano, Dave Craig, like they've all been there. Uh, today, it's Jared Goff. They got a guy who started the Super Bowl, who has a three-game win streak. They haven't had one coming into this game since the 60s. I'd like to say maybe it's a new page. And if they beat the Bills today, mm. this will be the most memorable Lions game I can remember in my life. And maybe since they were in Portsmouth, Ohio. I love the change. And what a cool story for Goff. He was a punching bag for the last sure. 18 months. They got Stafford. Stafford's not on the field this week. Nope. Jared Goff is on three-game winning streak. And, and you know, we go back to before the season. We did hard knocks. There was all this hype for the Lions. And then they lost those games. We kind of felt – and now we're back in on them. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. There was one player I was hyping so much this summer. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. There was one guy. He was a defensive tackle where he's number 54. I hyped him so much that I butchered the pronunciation of his name. <laughs> Take a listen to this clip from this very show back in August. Alum McNeil. 
Who is Ayla McNeil? Let me tell you about Ayla McNeil. I I get excited to talk about Ayla McNeil. That's Ayla McNeil, a Lions defensive tackle. We're talking Lions interior front right now on Good Morning Football because this guy's about to have a huge breakout season. Ayla McNeil, keep an eye on him. Lions fans, you have no idea how good this guy is going to be. Yeah, his name's Aleem. It's not Alem, it's Aleem, and, he, and no one messes it up now. Aleem McNeil, mm-hmm. you look at this right here. 46% pressure against the Giants, the fourth highest of any defensive tackle since 2016. Let's go. And if wow. you watch Sunday's game, huh? Saquon Barkley did nothing. This guy, 54, was swallowing him. I am watching 54. Okay, who are you watching today? We know Josh Allen. Nothing. I am watching 54 on Detroit. This guy is a star in the making, and I think this is his national coming out party. Mm. I can't wait to hear what Nance and Romo have to say because 54 has been making plays Aleem all McNeil. season long. Aleem, not Alem, Aleem, Aleem McNeil. McNeil. There yeah. we go. Perhaps the Lions, for how well they've been playing, for making this game more interesting so than we thankful. ever anticipated it in August. And a little bit perhaps the Bills for making it interesting, too, because they've lost two of their last three. And they've kind of played their way into the situation where all of a sudden a lot of things to watch for in this game. But the Buffalo Bills have this one guy that they brought in in the offseason that – this is why he's here. One of many reasons, but this would be a top reason. Von Miller is in that locker room. You would imagine saying, guys, I was on that Rams team last year. We lost a couple in November, but where were we in mid-February? You bring in a guy like this to right the emotional ship inside the locker room in case anyone starts to teeter, teeter. It's not just his play. It's his leadership. It's his veteran presence. This man has never played a Thanksgiving Day game. He really? is just on the roundabout for memorable moments to bookmark in his career. He said, these are the moments you dream of, and that is a man who is playing in his 160th NFL game today. Von no, Miller is stepping up to the plate for the Bills, not just on the field, but I think he's just a guy that they need, and I'm going to watch for him today. Love it. Too. Stars and stories. Von and Aleem McNeil. That's what we do here. Aleem. Aleem. You go into your shower feeling tired, but as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower 37 minutes later because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day. And smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA Sixth Man of the Year, elite bucket getter. Let's please welcome Jamal Crawford to Point Game, King of the Court one-on-one tournament. If they had it back in your prime, do you think he could have took it all? I'm going to be honest with you. I don't think I could have took it all, but I think I would have shocked a lot of people. I think Kobe and everybody in their prime, Kobe would win a one-on-one contest. Yeah, I, yeah, because you got to think, Love he's going to guard. He don't care about guarding. He's going to guard. He's going to exactly. guard. Like, you see him in the Olympics, exactly. he's going to guard. And then on I'm top of that. like that, see that? Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Cassell to Point Game. I remember you came out from crying tears. <laughs> crying tears. I mean, he was in a culture shock. He's, he's going to withdraw us about winning. Remember what I told you? I said, I said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college because he didn't need it. <laughs> Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. 
Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. Here's some good news for the Cowboys. Bad news for everybody else. Uh, Micah Parsons and Demarcus Lawrence are going to be available today. What a thankful thing for the Cowboys defense. Lawrence, of course, playing through a stress fracture in his foot. He's got a screw in that foot already that he has dealt with in that injury. But to have them both in that defense, ooh, doggy, look out. An NFC East battle that truly means something in this division. Feels really good. Giants, Cowboys, that's a feast on Thanksgiving. Mm-hmm. But it's been famine for the Cowboys recently. They haven't won on Thanksgiving since 2018. Mm-hmm. Will this Thanksgiving be different mm-hmm. for the Cowboys? How do they make sure that plate of food is piping hot? Yeah, I, I think it will. You just said they haven't won since 2018. They've lost four out of the last five. They play all the time. It's 54 times they played on Thanksgiving. And as I watch this Cowboy team, they're going against the New York Giants. They're going through injuries and a lot of things for them as a team. But the Cowboys are rolling. They're coming off a huge game versus the Vikings where they put up 40 points. They held them to three and all of that that we've talked about the entire week. But for me, the Cowboys are going to be back because they're going to be having fun out there. Mm. I want to see the Cowboys that we've seen of the past on Thanksgiving. I want to see guys... Put things in the kettle. You see right here, T.O. Ah. back in the day. He's, he's giving, too. Like, Get in there. come out of Walmart or one of these stores. Then Zeke says, you know what? I'm not dropping the football in. I'm going all the way. And then he comes peeking out. And he says, you know what? I've had enough time. <laughs> Dak, you get your butt in this kettle, and you enjoy the moment. That is the Dallas Cowboys we want to see today. Guys jumping in that kettle. I don't know if we're going to – we're obviously not going to see Odell Beckham doing a backflip mm. into the kettle, but maybe we see Michael Parsons <laughs> jumping in the kettle after a strip sack and he picks it up or maybe he even does his own addition of a pick six like we saw LT do back uh. in 82 and he's running down the sideline so Cowboys find that kettle jump in have a great time mm. yeah the, the Cowboys have not been good on Thanksgiving in recent years um, the Giants have been downright dreadful the, mm. the last three times the Giants played on Thanksgiving they lost 30 to 3 in Dallas they lost 26 to 6 in Denver and they lost 20 to 13 in Washington so the Giants aren't exactly some you mm. know local mode coming. In fact, the Giants haven't won on Thanksgiving in 40 years. 40 years. And I got to be honest, guys. Last week at this time, I was thinking maybe Giants, playoff sneak, uh, sneaky team, you get in the wild card race. I don't know if the Giants make the playoffs after last week's game to Detroit. Wow. And now they come into the D- Dallas mm-hmm. and it's like they've got players that are injured. You know how long ago this game was? I asked our, our, our intrepid re- uh, researcher and producer, Rich Goldberg. Happy, happy Thanksgiving, Rich. Always working hard to give me this. The starting yeah. quarterbacks were Scott Bruner and Eric Hipple. Eric Hipple gets replaced by Gary Danielson in the game. The number one song was Truly by Lionel Hell Richie. Yes. And the number one movie was The Empire Strikes Back. Hello, wow. what happened okay. here? Hello, hello. Lando, Lando Calrissian, Peter. We love Billy our D. guy, Billy D. Williams. Some 45 <laughs> will be on the ice today. Um, I, the Giants don't have great recent history. The Giants are all injured. Cowboys, this is a beat-up Giants team with no history on Thanksgiving. Go take care of business. Mm-hmm. How will this Thanksgiving be different for the Dallas Cowboys? Mm-hmm. Did you see them play the Vikings last week? There is no other option <laughs> for it to be different, uh, different than this day for the Thanksgiving for the Cowboys. Uh, Kevin O'Connell had to keep his eyeballs peeled and watch this footage again just to get the Vikings right. It, the Vikings played poorly, but the Cowboys play out of their minds. And frankly, if this is the new standard for the Dallas Cowboys... I'm on board with it because this is really fun football to watch. This defense has not allowed a first-quarter touchdown 
all season long. That is slow start city for anyone that they are facing. Slow start city. Slow start city. <laughs> Peter, how many times has yeah. Dak Prescott beat the Giants? Well, he's beaten him the last nine times he's taken on, right? That's the only time. The nine times he's taken on, nine mm. wins he has. Mm. So this is it. There is the only direction that the Cowboys can go against the Giants on this Thanksgiving mm-hmm. is up because I don't see them slowing Giant, down whatsoever, t- especially with those two defenders. Cowboys in a walk? Is that what this is? Uh, you know what would be really cool? And I'm not if a giant jumped in the kettle. What if that happened? I don't think that that's happened on one of these games where the road player has done it. But, like, if Saquon jumped in Who's that got the personality thing, to do yeah, it? Yeah, and, like, he's like, this is my kettle. But I, I, don't, I don't know. How about Daniel Jones jumping into a kettle? Yeah, how it. about it? How about it? He's probably never ahead. even had a kettle one. Yeah. You know? <laughs> <laughs> he's, he's jumping in the kettle. You know, he gets out of it, and he pops out of the kettle, and he just dabs. <laughs> and then he just grabs all the he way to the He's not even jumping in, and he'd be like, Jones, oh, so sorry, in a kettle, so sorry. Gets out, everyone looking at him, and he goes... Bam! Happy Thanksgiving! That's a analogy right there. That is really good. I don't know if it's happening, though. Uh, Oh, boom! Look at that! That's the dabbing turkey. Uh, Let me take you into my world for a second. I know this will shock our audience to hear that I live in the suburbs. Um, (laughs) I just live amongst amongst a bunch of Westchester bros. Like, a lot of Giants fans. And uh, I was kind of echoing Peter yesterday, who Peter's basically like, I'm putting words in your mouth. Does it feel like the Giants might just get annihilated in this game? come off. And I floated out there, and the text chain is not pretty. The clip <laughs> made it on there. They're out for me. They're out for you. I had one of uh, one of my players. You guys know I coach flag football. Mm-hmm. One of my players, one of my favorite players, Brian, is this great kid, sent me a video draped in Giant stuff being like, I don't like what you said about my team, Coach Kyle. Brian, I, I don't love your team right now. Do you? I, I, they don't have our offense, Brian, in <laughs> the 78-year-old level. Um, I'm worried about it, too. Injuries, Dak annihilating them, kettle in the air. There's, the Cowboys have a vibe right now. Like Jamie's saying, like this is different than a lot of yeah. Cowboys uh, Thanksgiving teams that we've seen. Listen. I would love to say Daniel Jones is going to jump in the kettle. In fact, there's, now there's nothing I want more of this entire day or maybe this year. But the Cowboys are loaded and the Giants feel like maybe the balloon might have burst last mm. week. Kyle, you did. are a gift. You can speak to 70-year-olds and 7-year-olds alike Wonderful. in one Brian's segment. Brian's a great kid. In Happy Thanksgiving, segment. Brian. Hey, it's time for Thursday Night Preview presented by DraftKings Sportsbook. We are just hours away from three star-studded Thanksgiving Day games. Here are the odds for today's game. The Lions have lost each other. Uh, lost each of their last five Thursday games. Buffalo ranks top 10 in passing and rush yards per game matched up against the Lions defense. That ranks 28th in passing yards allowed per game and 31st in rush yards per game. Saquon Barkley has scored in six out of his last 10 games this season. And the Patriots have the second best defense in scoring points allowed per game, but the 20th ranked offense in scoring per game. Take a gander at that. Do with it what you wish because DraftKings Sportsbook is an official sports betting partner of the NFL. And tonight only... New customers can bet $5 and win $150 in free bets if their team wins. Plus, special shout-out to any Maryland viewers in our audience who can now bet with DraftKings Sportsbook. Just was legalized in Maryland. Congratulations. Download the app now and use code GMFB when you sign up. That's a thrill. You go into your shower feeling tired, but as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower 37 minutes later because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day and smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. 
What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA Sixth Man of the Year, elite bucket getter. Let's please welcome Jamal Crawford to Point Game. King of the Court one-on-one tournament. If they had it back in your prime, do you think he could have took it all? I'm going to be honest with you. I don't think I could have took it all, but I think I would have shocked a lot of people. I think Kobe and everybody in their prime, Kobe would win a one-on-one contest. Yeah, I, yeah, because you got to think, Love he's going to guard. He don't care about guarding. He's going to guard. He's going to exactly. guard. Like, you see him in the Olympics, he's going to guard. And then on I'm top of that. like that, see that? Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Cassell to Point Game. I remember you came out from crying tears. <laughs> crying tears. I mean, he was in a culture shock. And then I, his, he's going to withdraw us about winning. Remember what I told you? I said, I said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college because he didn't need it. <laughs> Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. Back on Good Morning Football. All day today, you will hear from our cast here at Good Morning Football about the things that we are thankful for. And I get to kick us off. Uh, I am so thankful that you are seeing us in your home, in your workplace, at your gym, which I get pictures of. You watch us and you welcome us into your home every morning, and we're so thankful for that. I'm thankful for the house full of family I have back at home that I'm going to cook for later today. I'm thankful for the health and happiness of my two beautiful baby girls, Brooke and Avery, at home. I'm really super thankful for my husband, Sam. This summer, I went to him and I said, hey, I got a phone call. Our life could turn upside down. Let's pick up and go. And he never said no. He always said go. He says go every day, which is fantastic. I'm so thankful for him. And I'm thankful for these, these three guys I get to work with. I was a girl that grew up. I love sports. I wanted to play sports. I was never good enough to take it to anything more than talking about sports. I always wanted to be in the locker room and not just the one holding the microphone. And now I'm in a locker room. I'm on team. I am on a team. This incredible team of Good Morning Football. Not just these three guys I work with every day, but everybody back in Mount Laurel and the guys in the studio that make us look good and sound good. Um, I, we lift each other up. It's we before me on this show, and I cannot be more thankful that CBS allowed me to come do this. And now, for all the new people that I work with at NFL Network, that I'm a part of this family, too. Woo, man, I love it. Guys like Will Silva and Ian Rappaport, Kyle, Jason, and Peter, I love you guys so much. We love you, too. Love you, too. Love, love you, too. Awesome. Thank you. Beautiful. All right, Ian, take it away, man. Big news out of Jets camp. Woo, there's a change at quarterback. I need someone to take on change at this role right now to ask this question. But please, fill us in on everything that went down yesterday. Appreciate you, man. I don't know how I'm supposed to follow that. I appreciate you, Jamie. I appreciate all of you guys as well. Uh, let's talk about Zach Wilson because clearly one of the most eye-popping stories yesterday. Even though Robert Sala told us this was coming, he basically said on Monday that he was planning to make a change. Once a head coach opens the door to potentially benching the quarterback, they always do it. We saw it in Houston as well, and we saw it with the New York Jets. Zach Wilson goes 
not just to the bench, not just as a reserve quarterback. He's now the number three quarterback with the Jets, not even going to be active. Mike White going to be the starter. And guys, this is something that has gone back way before this year. Even in the spring, I was talking to people watching Zach Wilson do the OTAs, do the minicamp, and they felt something was wrong. The belief was that he had the yips. Couldn't make the simple throws, couldn't have basic mechanics. Something was just wrong. And the Jets brought in John Beck, his quarterback's coach, who's really one of the best to do it in the entire country. Things really weren't getting better. They tried to fight through it. He had an injury during training camp. That did not help at all. They put him out there. Everyone tried to do as best they can. It was it was not right. And Robert Sal owed it to his locker room to keep doing the best thing that he could do to help his football team win. It was not to have Zach Wilson at quarterback. So Mike White now starts for the Jets this weekend, and I would expect going forward. And Zach Wilson will not dress Ian Rappaport. Thank you very much for teeing us up on a conversation that a lot of people are having on this Thanksgiving, not just about the teams that are playing today, but the, what's going on with the Jets? They had a good thing going, and then all of a sudden they have zagged. They have benched yeah. Zach Wilson in favor of Mike White. Peter, it's kind of all started on Sunday. Now it what? started actually far before yes. Sunday. This guy's been terrible all season <laughs> on the field. So you say, okay, if, if we can get anything more than what Zach Wilson can be doing, we could be actually winning some of these games. But I think this was brewing before Sunday, and then the comments after the game did not go over well, either in the locker room or all the way up the chain. I'll say this, though. Zach Wilson is a 23-year-old young man. Do you know how old Kenny Pickett is? 24. Do you know how old Joe Burrow was when he got his first start in the NFL? Mm-hmm. 24. Uh, you go right down the list. This He was thrown into the, the mix in the number one media market in the world at a very young age and said, you're the starter at 22 in New York. Go do it. He hasn't developed. He hasn't necessarily had that big game. And truthfully, I think the Jets are a lot better everywhere else than they expected going into this season so that eventually there becomes some resentment saying, hey, our defense is playing as good as any defense in the league. Our offensive line lost Elijah Vera Tucker. It's still as good as any offensive line in the league. You've got to be better. And if he doesn't own up to it, well, then there's an open door to replace him. So Mike White comes in. I think objectively anything better, anything is better than what Zach Wilson has been putting on the field the last few weeks. I don't think his story is done. Mm. Let's see if they could beat the Bears, and then they got the Bills the following week. I wouldn't be shocked if they put Wilson back in the mm. game at some point in the next few weeks. And who knows? Wilson could be playing in the playoffs this season. Wow. My, my question is, if, if Zach Wilson was asked after the game, do you feel like you let the defense down? He said, absolutely, I let this whole team down. When I don't play up to my potential, uh, that's my job. Is he starting this week? Like, how much did that play into it versus the locker room? Because I'm with you, Peter. Never mind the press conference. Objectively, the football has been horrible. I think CBS put it up, and they put his stats after 20 starts next to Jamarcus Russell's. And Jamarcus Russell, you know, to all due respect, was better than Zach Wilson. So there's that question. And then there's, like, this is what happens. Everyone falls in love with Mike White and Joe Flacco when Zach Wilson's not playing well. What if what if Mike White is not good this weekend? What if they lose to the Bears? And then it's like, oh, well, now we go back to Zach. And then, like, Jets fans are so deep in their emotions because they were having, like, the season of their life. And now they're like, well, I guess we'll try to get Derek Carr next year. Maybe the Ravens let Lamar go. Maybe Rodgers will come to town. Like, there's all these pipe dreams. I'm Jimmy not even G. Kidding. Jimmy G, he's going to win the Super Bowl with the Niners, and then he's going to be the oh. Jets. I mean, they are so far down. I'm with Peter. Young guy, should be benched. I thought he would be benched. He is. I don't think we've seen the last of Zach Wilson in a Jets helmet. I just don't know when we're going to see him again, though. Yeah, I agree with you, and I think he should have been benched in the middle of that game. They needed a spark. Uh-huh. When they had two yards of offense in the second half, you have to go with somebody different. So I understand the thought process of benching Zach Wilson. 
I'm kind of confused. Why is not Joe Flacco? We heard okay. Robert Sala earlier in the year in August. He said Joe Flacco is a really good, talented quarterback, a starter in the NFL. He started the first three games for them. Wasn't amazing. I'm not going to say that. Had a great game versus the Cleveland Browns. Brought them back to win that game. Had five touchdowns, two games over 300 yards. But he's the veteran. He's the guy that they were singing his praises all throughout training camp when Zach Wilson went down with an injury. And then he loses his job as Zach Wilson's backup while not playing. Right. They played the Patriots that first time at home at MetLife Stadium, and he's just inactive for that game. And it's just like, why? What did he do? Did he have a bad practice? What was going on? Did he not do well as a scout team quarterback? So I'm a little confused. That, all right, I get benching Zach Wilson, but why is it not mm-hmm. Joe Flacco who's going to be under center? My thoughts on this situation with this young man I've teed up extensively this week. I'm yes. going to give him a break for a second. I'm going to focus on Robert Sala, and All I right. totally understand why he did this. I'm not too worried. It's not above my pay grade to decide who it should be instead of Zach Wilson. But we had Matt Rule on this week, mm-hmm. and one, two thoughts I think really stuck with us after our conversation with him, which is if he had just won early yep. in his tenure, he felt like he would have had a little bit more stick in the NFL and if he would have maybe established some really longstanding relationships early. Mm-hmm. And I think Robert Sala is looking at the wins that the Jets have amassed right now in his short tenure as a head coach, thinking, I have the numbers on my side right now, but I can't lose these guys. And it's more than just him. There's 52 other guys mm-hmm. in that room yeah. that he has to look at in the face and say, I'm doing right by you. And right now, this young man is not the right answer and is not doing right by the team. So I'm going to focus on Salah and just say shout out for you to probably making a hard decision. Yep. Mm-hmm. You probably have people breathing down your neck. Like the Jets have this history of picking quarterbacks and investing in young quarterbacks and ruining them. Some opinions might say, well, you had to do right by your career, your team, your organization right now, because if not him, then it could have been him if he had just let him keep traipsing out and playing the way that he was doing. Mm-hmm. So Very true. solid for Salah for doing that. And then, Jamie, you mentioned Aaron Rodgers. If you guys watch him on the field, it is clear. Something's not right. Uh, Rodgers has not exactly been himself. He's missing throws he usually makes. Just could not quite figure out what's wrong. Well, thanks in part to a uh, make-a-wish person, a make-a-wish kid named Big B, a big Packers fan, big in the Packers blogosphere. He tweeted earlier in the week that Rodgers told him during his make-a-wish weekend that he's got a broken thumb. Rodgers confirmed that yesterday, explaining that basically this is what he's been dealing with for a month. said surgery is not on the table, but... Still trying to heal, so that certainly explains a lot for the Packers. It absolutely does. Um, interesting take for him to keep this to himself, keep yeah. this within the locker room. Ian Rapport, thank you so much. Uh, reaction was really interesting. I know when I heard about this, read about it, listened to him talk about it yesterday in the locker room. Mm-hmm. Jay, take it a couple different angles for me here, please. Just what you've seen in his play, but then also your stance on how he handled the injury moving forward. Yeah, I appreciate it because I think when you first hear it, I saw the headline and I was just like, wow, it's kind of weird. It happened back in London. Why yeah. would he bring it up now? And then when you hear it, it was just like, well, no, he said it to somebody, to a kid during a Make-A-Wish uh, where he got a chance to meet this kid. And mm-hmm. he tweeted it out so now it's a topic and he talked about it and as I saw it I'm like well credit to Aaron Rodgers like this guy's playing through a thumb injury he's a quarterback he has to throw the ball with that hand and obviously he's not the same out there but he said he never considered surgery he wants to be out there he wants to be with his guys he said I guess obviously it's maybe not as bad as Dak's thumb because he's able to play through it it reminded me my senior year in college I ended up breaking my right ring finger I'm a DB though so I don't uh, you know 
I remember they made a cast for me that covered four fingers. I had surgery on Monday, played in that game on Saturday, and I remember going, getting an injection on each side of that finger. I remember the following week, it was like, hey, Jay, come in Doc's office. We're going to give you another injection. I was like, hell no. Like, There's no way you're doing that to me again, the pain that you have to play through for. So as I heard that yesterday, I'm just like, wow, Like this guy is playing through a tough injury. He's not complaining about it. He's going out there. He's not making excuses, and he's trying to show up for his teammates. We had the great pleasure of having a wonderful dinner when we were in Munich with Kurt Warner and his mm-hmm. wife and he told his story about when he played for the St. Louis Rams mm-hmm. and he broke his hand then he came back re-broke it but he wanted to play through that he wanted to play for his team his hands now just look mangled we're going to talk to Kurt later on in the show but it was really really interesting having that news come out yesterday makes you reframe everything you've heard from Aaron Rodgers over the last couple of weeks yeah. what you did and did not hear from Matt LaFleur or his teammates upon that but also honestly how well he has been playing in the last two weeks and making Christian Watson as good as he could possibly look in his rookie season yeah for sure there's so many guys that are doing what Aaron Rodgers does that play through injuries and you just figure out how how to get through the season because you don't want to miss that time. Mm-hmm. And then you'll see it when the season ends, that January time is just like yeah. so-and-so is having surgery, this, that, and the third, because guys do whatever they can to go out there and play each and every week. I don't know. If he gets this thing right, it's just one of those teams. He's that guy that you yeah. don't want hanging around. Again, you don't want to let his hand get stamped to get Ooh. back into the club. That's Aaron Rodgers' broken thumb. It has been revealed since week five. You go into your shower feeling tired, but as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower 37 minutes later because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day and smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. If a new house is on your wish list in the next five years, grow your savings faster and experience your dreams with an Ohio Homebuyer Plus account from Kemba Financial Credit Union, a savings account specifically designed to save for a new home where you can earn 7% APY, a $500 matching bonus, and a $1,500 mortgage closing cost credit. Learn more at Kemba.org. Offer expires March 31st, 2025. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. NMLS 292230. Equal housing lender. Federally insured by NCUA. Live Nation presents Concert Week. Now through May 14th, get $25 tickets to over 5,000 shows. That's up to 75% off a summer full of your favorite artists like 21 Savage, Alanis Morissette, Cage the Elephant, Celeste Barber, Dirk Bentley, Fade, Hootie and the Blowfish, Janet Jackson, Kids Bob Kids, Megan Trainor, Bissell Puma, Sarah McLaughlin. Get tickets to more than 5,000 summer shows for just $25. Until now through May 14th. Visit LiveNation.com slash Concert to learn more and plan your summer with Sean Paul, Sum 41, 30 Seconds to Mars, oh, and Two Door Cinema Club.